absolutely alphas in the building this is tone and this is trina and we out here yeah yeah so um how was your week sis it was good how's the christmas shopping going it's good i'm shopping right now <laughs> she's on the phone i'm actually, currently shopping um yeah she's getting doing a damn thing now we kind of crunching we crunching yeah we got this christmas party to be to in less than two hours yeah. <laughs> so uh it's gonna be dope it's a secret santa party so we had to buy something for some strangers and uh they bought us some stuff so we're gonna go meet them and drink and eat so that should be cool we had fun last night went shopping yeah, yeah, we did. went to fridays and we told people uh it was his <laughs> birthday oh yeah, so, yeah you can see that on our instagram too there's a video of that our instagram and facebook so uh they came, the whole staff came out and <laughs> said happy birthday. But they just, they was just with it. They was turned up. You ain't got to show ID or nothing. But the waitress was real nice because I told her, I did, after I said it, I was like, it's not really his birthday. And she was like, so it's his birthday. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, yeah. I, yeah, so, let's do it. <laughs> is his birthday? Is that what you mean? Like, the, the scrinch face, like, yeah. Is that the thing? Um, but yeah, well, I had a pretty good week. It was busy, of course. Um, what happened this week? happened it was something that i wanted to talk oh i learned about this new thing um i was just telling brother about it it's called illusory superiority and what that is i feel like it's some it's 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 a way i used to think and um a lot of people out there are like this and i just want to put it out there into the atmosphere about what it means to be a person with this condition I don't know if it's like a clinical condition, but it is a mindset. And what it is, is, you know, it's a study done by this Harvard professor over the course of like a decade or so, maybe even more than a decade. And they monitored and examined people and their confidence level with their skill sets of certain things and areas. And basically, long story short, it, it goes into defining how people with a large amount of confidence usually have a small amount of education <laughs> of intelligence about said topic so you know the less some people know about things the more they think the more confident they are with the, the fact, education the edu- that they did the education, education. and you know I, I used to be like that i used to like, like i said last week or two weeks ago you know yeah uh why are you eating that watermelon like and ain't never looked looked it up a day in my life why are you eating the green part it's you're gonna die super confident that you know but i'm not like that anymore and um there yeah. are a lot of people out there like that so yeah. you know always do the education people don't don't believe if if you think if you really feel confident about a, a concept in your mind make sure it's something that you can google and and back up <laughs> that's all i'm saying so Word up. and once you do that a lot you'll probably realize that you're a lot dumber than you think especially if you're one of those grandioso personalities <laughs> yeah but yeah that's it. That there was an analogy I saw a couple times a while back where it's like the broader your circle of knowledge gets, that there there are two like radiuses or circumferences around you. Radii. It's something like that. So there are two of them around you, and like the smaller one is like your knowledge, and the bigger one is like what you don't know. Right. And the bigger your knowledge gets, like the even larger and more massive and universal your unknown gets. Yep, and like, like it grows more exponentially than your knowledge does. It does, <laughs> it does, and the people, the smartest people out there, are the ones who know that there's a lot for them to learn, and uh, that's just 
to me, it's very basic now. But I definitely, when I was younger, a lot of younger people are like that. And yeah. uh, that's why the older I get, the more I'm annoyed by young people. Because they'll ask questions like, well, why did you do that? And then, you know, it's like I'm always constantly explaining myself. And they're like, yeah. oh, like teaching. And it's like, I get exhausted with that. Just shut up and observe and you'll figure it out, hopefully. But um, what else? Hey. Oh, has anybody talked to you about the loom, the money loom? Actually, I have received a couple text messages about Loom, and um, I even got a video on how it worked. Um, I, I wasn't the last person that spoke to me or texted me about it. I wasn't paying as much attention to the text message to see that they put the word Loom in their text message. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe it was a typo or something. Mm-hmm. And then I looked back, I was like, okay, that that wasn't a text message. Mm-hmm. So I saw the video from another text message before, like it was a Facebook message where a dude sent me a video and I don't know. I mean, okay. So Shorty told me she made like, like two, two, three hundred dollars off. Girl told me she made 800. Right. That's, that's, that's That's the goal. That's that's the completion of the circle. Cause if you, if you've seen the video, it's like a circle. Mm hmm. And then last night while we were out, I heard you say that it was part of a scam. So, yeah, basically what this loom money thing is, somebody got locked up for it recently. Um, You're supposed to just give willy nilly a hundred dollars to, I don't know, whoever. And you're supposed to be entered into this magical circle (laughs) with everybody else. And somehow you're supposed to get this money back. Um, Yeah, so don't do it. It's pretty popular right now, and I think a lot of people are doing it, but um, especially during Christmas. I feel like somebody was like, I need some Christmas cash. <laughs> I'm going to make this scam up right quick and get this paper, get these coins for my kids. <laughs> I, I think I think just in like the forward progression of it, I, I think it does work short term. I think you can like just pay your little $100 and get your 800 back. You think so? Would, I, you, would you do it though? It, when I saw it the first the first time I saw it, no, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I was skeptical. <laughs> I was like, nah, I ain't fuck with that shit. So, um, <laughs> no, that's but, just no. It's, it's like, well, whatever these things, these types of things are presented to you, right? The thing is, um, I'm looking to think, I'm, I'm because I'm used to like MLMs, like that's, right. that's like that's what it reminds you. Th- of. Those the kinds of you know freelance things or like financially independent. You know, sales pitches that you hear out here from people, they're usually MLMs. So the concept that I have in my mind is, okay, if someone's presenting this financial opportunity to me, it's going to be something that's going to produce passive or residual income. And that's not something I think Loom can produce. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. So that that would be the reason I wouldn't do it. Um, But whether or not it can work short term and you will make your $800 back, I I mean, it, it seems to be legit. It's in that aspect to me, I mean, but it, it, it still seems risky, though, so I'm kind of, you know. So, if you on real quick, if you're on Amazon, right, and you see something that say, use acceptable, <laughs> but then use the like me, and it's an $8 difference, which one would you go to? Uh, I'm, I'm first of all going to look for, like, this brand new and see if the, how much the price difference is there. It's, uh... But, um... I'm probably gonna go with like you know, the that, like new. That's the, that's the, I see it. I'm gonna go with the like new if brand new is not an option because acceptable is like acceptable sounds shady, don't it? Acceptable sounds like there are many flaws. <laughs> like this shit functions, but not barely. It's, 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 like listen, it, it'll work when you get it. It might. It's acceptable. It could work. 
and it might not. <laughs> I, I might let my crew bang. I might let my crew bang. They need pretty Wu Tang. Girl. Oh my goodness. Mm. Who's girl? That's I'm not, telling that's, my that's, friend in my head. I got imaginary friends, so don't take offense. Talk, keep talking to them. Then you ain't talking to me. All right. What are we talking about today? So uh, today I'm here to speak about the parallels of fitness motivation compared to motivation or, or life motivation. So this would be. I guess motivation in the nation part two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I, right now I want to speak about how a lot of the uh, speakers in fitness motivation and the fitness industry, like a CT Fletcher or something like that, um, any kind of fitness inspiration page you follow on the gram, I, I used to follow those really heavy. That when I was really heavy in the social media, and I, I which I need to get back into since I'm doing this right. So um, <laughs> yeah. So if you follow fitness pages or or if you just follow fitness if if you're in the gym if you're you know if, if you have a fitness goal and you're in the gym trying to achieve something whether it be weight loss you're trying to get bigger like you're, you're trying to get a certain size or look uh maybe you want to get to some kind of local competition for physique um physique competitions or something then the the lessons that are learned from that that really the, the principles that that you're performing apply directly to life yeah very much so very that's much a good, so that's a good so point. Um, i like that it's it's like you you will learn and and it's funny because it's like the majority of americans it's there, there's again it's parallel so the majority of americans are not where they want to be goal wise and at the same time, probably not where they want to be fitness wise either. Yes, they, they, they don't. You know, they don't look as good as they as they want to look, and they're not as accomplished as they would that as they would like to be either. And I think one, it's one and the same because you know, once you become accomplished, you know, your fitness goals are easier to attain because you have the money to pay and somebody. Because that's what it is. Like if I had the money, I would be tip top. Cause I could just pay somebody to just be in my ear and <laughs> and be and make me feel like crap. <laughs> well, well, nowadays, you know, now if you got money, then then you're probably getting lipo or something, cause that's how it's done. I now. would also do that, yes, perhaps. That's, that's what but no, I heard somebody got some backdoor lipo and it caused some problems. So I don't that's know. backdoor though. So if you get that official lipo, <laughs> I don't know. And, and see, yeah. it, it can go either way because I, I never thought of the order of operation. Mm-hmm. As you just presented, but mm-hmm. it it can go either way because I'm I, I would initially believe that if if you if if you have the drive to to continually grind towards your fitness goal, mm-hmm. that you would have that same kind of tenacity in all of your other goals in life as well. Oh, yeah, tenacity. That's that's what I would believe. I like that word. Um, <clears throat> so it's 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 about the time and dedication that you will put into it. And the discipline. And the discipline and whether whether or not you see results to stay in the course, especially if you're under the tutelage of a of a um of a mentor or, or any kind of um professional guidance or you know you've done your research and, and you and you have like a, a, a roadmap so to speak. Right. That's the that's the point that you have some kind of roadmap. And um, and it's not that, okay, go, I was gonna say just just stay in the course, you know, no matter how it looks. And it's like sometimes you might not get the results right away. Sometimes you get the results right away, and like you're really pumped up, and then like the results fall off, and it's like that you have that kind of stock market thing, and you just have to trust that the stock market is going to 
steadily increase even if it has ups and downs. The stock market? Right, because because that, that's that's what stocks do—they go up and down, right? It's like how know, is like, the stock market like fitness? Cause, oh, because you wait. Results. Period is what I'm, uh, is, is what I'm referring okay, to. I got you. And, and and it's funny because um, there, there's another segment where I can speak about how fat loss works and how that does also work like a stock market. But I'm speaking about just results and everything in your life in general will be usually like a stock market. Where as long as you're staying the course, you you should steadily be moving in the same direction as long as you're following your roadmap. And you just can't allow yourself to be deterred by anything mo- moments where it looks like you're not, you know, it's not happening for you. Mm. But please continue if you can remember what you were going to say, sister. What I was going to say is, it is going to when you initially start, it is something that you know, just like in business and in motivation mm-hmm. and keeping yourself pushing towards the goal in life. You need to know and have that in the back of your head that you you cannot give up. Giving up uh-huh. is not an option. Word. And the reason why I say that is because when I came here, you know, I was, I was, I mean, I'm not going to say I was fat, but I was, I wasn't the weight that I should have been. I'll say that. And, you know, I started my, I needed to lose like probably 20 pounds. Um, and my brother, he definitely helped me with that. And, you know, you don't see the results right away, you know, and I didn't see the results right away, but I kept pushing it. And then one day. You know, I look, I, I noticed that, hey, everything fits me perfect. I'm svelte again. I'm, you know, my stomach had went down. It, it was wonderful. And, and just, you know, one day it's just there. It just pops and it, you're just there. And the same thing applies to business, you know, mm-hmm. as it relates to you, you know, you have this cacophony of ideas that you're putting into motion, you know, but you don't see any results. It could be a year, it could be two years, it could be five years. Exactly. But, you know, exactly. that belief in yourself is what you need because you could be so close. You could be right bes- You could be right next to your goal and you give up and it's all, you know, you were right there. You know what I mean? Right so it, it could have been one more day. That, that opportunity could have been right next door, you know, but you mm-hmm. gave up. So now you lost it. So the same thing applies to your fitness and your health. I mean, it's also about health. You want to be healthy. You don't want to wake up one day and then you're backpedaling, trying to make things better and mm-hmm. get right. And now you got diabetes and now you got hypertension. And you're like, oh, now I got to pay attention to my goals. And, my, and, you know, a lot of people do that. A lot of people get to the point they're just reckless with their eating and reckless with their fitness. And, you know, they go to the doctors and that after not going to the doctors forever, <laughs> they're like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and get this checked out because I faded at work another day, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go see what that's about. You know, like what? what? what you don't get a checkup twice a year, you know? So you know, then it's a, like, oh, I gotta pay attention to my body as my body ain't right. The doctors and I heard old people tell me. Like their result, like the doctor say, my chemical levels is wrong. Your and chemical levels, like, <laughs> like you don't even know. Oh my goodness! You know, so know this stuff up front is the point in the fitness, and 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 once you start, keep pushing until you get to where you need to be. Because it's about survival, especially if you have children. You want to set an example for them. You want to be in health in, in good shape so you can take care of them. You know. You just made me think about when I used to work in the gym as a fitness director about people I had met who, granted, some people went too hard, okay? Like what? Like, some people were athletes, and I mean, most most athletes I know get injured at some point. So, well, yeah, I mean, it's, you think about if you're running all the time, I mean, it, I mean, even, and age doesn't matter uh, really much at all, because even at like 14, 15, kids blow their knees out, 
They got some I'm, weak ass knees. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I know I'm, what you're saying. I'm sure some of those cases have something to do with weak um, knees. Weak, <laughs> could be weak knees. Could be could be weak ligaments. As though you like, need knees. My, my first idea was just having to do with like just you know them just not using bad form or just really just in general not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Oh, properly. I got you. I got you. But granted, some people I, I would interview would have like weak ass knees. <laughs> One old dude could like you know his like one of his legs would bend like he was like kind of limping the leg. Um, okay, it, 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 it was it, it it had a little bend to it. It didn't have as much get. It wasn't as normal as his other leg. Mm. And so some people overdo it. You know, I mean, you, you you're an athlete. You put your body through some shit. I get it. Right. So that has happened. But then there are other people more like what you're referring to, who have like the hypertension, the high blood pressure cholesterol, whatever they have going on, um, type 2 diabetes. I, I did a, a passion segment about that before. Mm-hmm. And they have these conditions where it, it actually gets into their joints. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and especially like a diabetes, it affects your feet a lot. Yep, it and does. And your ankles. So mm-hmm. they like they actually have ailments like in their, in their it, it went from a physiological problem to a physical problem. Right. Um, to like to, to like an inner body problem, to like a functionality problem with their physical ability, and to move and do right. every regular everyday stuff, and, and that's that's when it's gone far too far, like far too far, with far too way too far, way like, too like, long. What, what are you doing mm-hmm. at that point? So, like you said, um, it, which again in life, I mean, if, if you if you're waiting too long to pursue your goals or you know, it's, especially if you've been you've been given the tools, which uh, most of us have. Yeah, and the time is now, people. Like, don't keep saying, "Oh, when I get this, then I'm gonna do this." Because what if that doesn't happen, and then you're just setting yourself up to, right. you know, die <laughs> because oh goodness, you're waiting <laughs> because terrible. you're waiting for something else to happen <laughs> to control you to go out there and be healthy. You know, you you can go out there and be. I mean, you can take a walk, you can jog around your block. You don't need to go to a gym. Right. You don't need to join a twenty twenty fancy gym. You don't need a trainer. You know, when I first moved here, I didn't have a lot of ducats. And we were, where was I going? To the uh, football field. Oh, yeah, yeah, We used yeah. to run around the track. I used to go up oh, and down some, the stairs. Some of the best workouts I've ever had were just in the basic-ass field with the yeah. pull-up pull up bar and the track. Mount Trashmore, run up and down the, the big-ass mountain. <laughs> right, right, well, out here. But, you know, you, you probably have a, a similar part somewhere near you. Every you state know. does. You Especially know, so. thanks to Michelle. She got those states. <laughs> she got them parks on a lot with equipment. She said she... she, she Integrated hills into the parks. She integrated a physical workout equipment <laughs> that you know is what? waterproof. Say word like actually the you no know, Mount Trashmore actually has more like workout stations. Oh, stations, yeah. Since Obama has been in the office, yeah, I love that. Right, real shit. Yeah, and it's another park out by Greenbrier that I go to. Uh-huh. That's a, the track. I think it's like a mile and a half uh-huh. around once, and it has like a fishing pier and stuff. And they have little stations set up. I remember Lake Montebello in Baltimore. They had, like, before I moved here, uh-huh. when he first got in the office, they had it set up there, you know. Got you. So, uh, I'm trying. I was looking at a Rolex for you. I see you looking at my screen. I, I, Can't I, afford it. Rolex, though. I'm actually, you should go ahead and get that. <laughs> Which one? This uh, one? No. Whatever says Rolex on it, get it. No. Any, any, say no Rolex. Get, get the Rolex. Get the Rolex. The Rolex is in the thousands. They're not get, even get, on this page. Get that Rolex. So, um. Let me show you the Rolex. I almost like, yeah, anyway. So, now, I was, I got a little sidetracked. My bad. With, with sisters now, but. I wanted to relate that point to, of course, in case you haven't made the connection now to life, how 
if if you wait too long to pursue your goals, I mean, you you may already be feeling the effects of that. Yes. <laughs> if, if you're a, a full grown adult. Right. Um, I mean, stay you, active. Like, like, I mean, well, I'm talking about in life. So, like, mm-hmm. if, if you waited too long to pursue, I don't know, whatever whatever your roadmap was that, was that was presented to you. Maybe it was school. Maybe you had a you know a business idea or a business plan. Whatever it was that you waited too long to implement that, that you had a roadmap for, then, um, you know, you at, at this point, you know, or at some point, you could be in deep debt. Not just, like, scrapping or struggling, but, like, in deep debt. The deepest of debts. The deepest of debts. Okay. That's the cheapest one. It's the two grand. Depths of debt. Damn. Okay. And then don't even look all that. So, yeah. So, um... You know, it, it, even if you're even if you're not like just saying you're not uh, in a deficit or like in poverty, just the the pain and suffering of ha- and passion of having something that you really wanted to do or that you knew you should have been doing, right? And not accomplishing it or not even like making an attempt to do it is um is going to eat at you. Yeah. Uh, J Cole had a, um you know rap rap was a very motivational too. J. Cole had a, um, a quote where he said, even if you let them kill your dreams, it'll haunt you. Ooh, kill them. Yeah, so... Um, and it that, will. That, and, that's, and that's real shit. That's I mean, a real... That's the real... When I heard <laughs> I was like, you know what? When J. Cole that's said that, truth. I was like, right. If you if you let them kill your dreams, it'll still haunt you. And you can't let anybody else dictate your success. You know, it's a lot of people out there who may be involved with somebody like man you ain't gonna do nothing <laughs> like you you ain't gonna be Herman, and you ain't gonna be shit like the, like uh five heartbeats dad <laughs> he was like you want nothing damn. i want nothing and you ain't gonna be nothing oh like oh damn that is he we end up doing being a junkie <laughs> thanks to his you know you got people around you feeding that stuff into your head don't believe uh-huh. it for one don't believe it for two get away from them they're toxic and and people I don't think people will ever deliberately or verbally try to put you down for bettering yourself fitness-wise. But the equivalent to that would be what probably, I'm not going to say what I go through, but what I observe. Because I, I, it doesn't really bother me. I got but, you. but what I observe is my normal eating habit, like 80, 90% of the time, and the reactions I get from people about it. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um... So, you know, people just going to be like, yeah, you know, I'm just going to... Like, that's, that's the general... Consensus. R- r- really, it's, it's just like, this just people's everyday habits. Like, well, I'm just going to, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to take time to get up a little bit early in the morning or really any any time I to make, in the day to make my food, I'm just going to, like, stop at fast food restaurants all day and, uh, you know, I'm just going to eat what makes me happy. And, you know, people, and, people get stuck. <laughs> and, you know, you get... I think a lot of times, you know, because I've been in this situation. It's not just, and that's why I can I can speak on it confidently because I know it's so easy to get stuck in a rigmarole everyday life, and you know, have that you're not fully depressed, but you got a little hint like, oh, like I don't want to work here, but I have to to pay these bills, mm-hmm. and then you know, nothing else matters. You know, you're just like, well, ugh, ugh. <laughs> you know, you don't want to get out to do anything. You don't want to be better because you're like, I'm trapped now, you know. Right. But once you make, exactly. I mean, you, you have to, you have to have that spirit about yourself of motivation and discipline because that's the only way you're going to reach success. You have to be 
discipline. You have to tell yourself, I'm going to do this and mm-hmm. get out there and make it happen. And um, who's that guy that has the videos that's real aggressive? Oh, C.T. Fletcher. C.T. Fletcher. Yeah. Just Google him. Watch some of his videos. He'll exactly. Help you, and, you know, it's like he's talking mainly about fitness, but, I mean, he knows. He makes you feel and, like and, crap. And he'll, and he'll even, I'm, I'm sure at some point he's, he's said in some of his videos how these things apply to life. Like the principles that he's stressing to you and cussing you out about apply to life. Right. C.T. Fletcher will cuss your ass out. He will cuss you out. Like, like these videos, scary. like, if, if, I mean, you, you got to be prepared for the, like, you, you really, you really got to be ready to get your life together. Listen to a C.T. Fletcher video. C.T. Fletcher is very aggressive. Because, I mean, he going to tell you you ain't shit. Like, you know what I mean? Are you a beast or you a bitch? And he, he'll, mm-hmm. he'll ask you that question. Like, literally, he'll right. ask you that question. <laughs> yeah, so, um, the um, what the the term you just used? I don't know why I can't think of it. The um, the discipline. Excuse discipline. Me. I'm sorry. The discipline that that you need definitely applies in both realms in fitness and in life goals. CT Fletcher has a lot of motivational material that like it's like if you just li- if you just listen to his material and you didn't know that he was speaking about fitness, it would apply directly to your life. Mm-hmm. And and that is how fitness works. Like. If you have the discipline to to, to and the and the stick to itiveness to for your fitness goal, then then you're you're gonna see that transcend into your life as well. And um, that's something that I think most people who who work out realize, like they they know that they can they, they can do it. Like they always know they can do it. Right. No, no matter what what kind of challenge is put in front of them, when they when they go back out when they leave the gym and go back and do other whatever else they're doing in life. They know they can they can handle it. And that's because, another thing. Because they have the tenacity. I'm going to speak back on it again. You know, about your surroundings and who you decide to be around. Because yeah, you, I was going to get into that too. Yeah. But, you know, you can be around some people that ain't doing any, that, that aren't, are not motivated. You know, and, and that energy can definitely seep off onto you and, and make you unconsciously. You won't even realize it's happening. Exactly. You know, you need to be around people that are doing something, that are doing better than you. As Oprah said, you know, everyone in your circle should be more successful than you. Right. And then once you get to, to their level, find a new circle that's more successful. Because that's how you stay motivated. And that's how you stay reaching out. If you're around a bunch of people, and that's why I left Baltimore. Because I'm like, I mean, I love my friend. But I'm like, I'm doing, I'm, a, I'm doing decent. And, you know, I'm trying to find the circles here. But I couldn't find them. And I'm like, I just need to get away from everybody and be on my own right. and then recreate my circle you know and that's what I did and that's helped me immensely and uh, sometimes if you allow your surroundings to bring you down you'll never get out of that mind frame you'll never get out of that way of thinking because you're just going to be thinking the way you know no other thoughts n- nothing new and fresh is coming to you because you're not around anything that's new and fresh yeah. you know uh, I mean that 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 would be like the, the best analogy I, I could have to compare the the way that the way that you could be influenced and in, in fitness like by your surroundings as 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 uh, sister uh, put it as compared to life. Oh, okay. In other words, what I'm trying to say is I think I think in life like when you have goals that seem magnanimous or like just out of the norm, mm-hmm. like if you want to do anything besides like just if, for example. Not knocking college or working corporate America like you know what we were taught when we were, we were you know fed the Kool Aid. I'm not knocking any of that, but just in general, like if if you say if you do something outside of that norm, 
so the, the the norm that we're taught is like what which college are you going to how much do you plan to make how much do you want your house to cost how much, what kind of payments do you want to make that's what we're right. taught that's what we're taught in school uh which is another it's going to be my next topic probably um about the financial situation in america but anyway um <clears throat> so i may even be getting too deep into to thought about the traditional way of doing things in America, the, the office job, just, you know, a regular nine to five. There are many layers to it because even even at my office job, or I like how y'all referred to it on the last episode, you and Bosch, y'all referred to it as just the office because it has like nothing to do with your career. <laughs> you just said the office and you need to say the job. Mm-hmm. I like that. That was dope. So even at my job, it's like people are, are not as efficient because they're just kind of following, like, you know, like the, I like guess, the, robots. The, right, like the regular way, like, there's kind of like, you know, yeah, they're, they're robots and they're like, kind of like zombies. Yeah. They're, they're not as efficient as they could be, even, even within work. Because they don't want to be there. So, they're hard so there are many layers of examples of what I'm speaking about, but I'm just going to use the example of how we're taught to, like, go to college and, and get a job and you may you may do something to deter from that and put all your eggs in that basket you may do something um just like when they teach you how to do or when you're presented with like an mlm opportunity and most of them are saturated most of them don't work when you put put your all into them i get it but that's just an example like you might do something like that or even your own business idea that that you have and, and like something you're passionate about doing where it's it's just it's like a, it's just different from what i guess you're supposed to be doing according to what you were taught right i mean you, you hopefully you get what i'm trying to say what you i think you know what, what you're trying that's, to that's say like like because it's, it's like i mean I, I would just use like just my fitness as as an example what you i think what you're trying to say is you don't want to mix you don't want to there's pressure associated with not doing what society expects expects you to do. Or we're doing so don't be doing. right, right. So don't be scared to step outside of that box exactly. and believe in yourself and trust your ideas and trust your intellect and trust your intuition to do what you think you should do to be successful exactly. and make your own money. You and know, the, comp- the comparison to fitness. I wanted to make sure there was like a clear comparison or link to like how it compares to fitness. It's since, the same thing. Since I'm trying to make them parallel because I don't think that people will directly try to talk you out of getting in shape like they would try to talk you out of doing something besides just getting a job. Because people will try to talk you out of that. Like you, you trying to do anything other than working. Oh, you need to, you need to, well, you got to work. How are you gonna pay your bills in the meantime? Oh my goodness! Like, like you, you can't like when when I when I first started boxing, it was like, oh, well, how you gonna, you know, yeah, you know, you want to box and you want to fight, but you ain't making the money doing it right now. So how you gonna pay your bills? You know what? But go ahead. That's true because uh, no, I'm not saying. I mean, yeah, that's true. But that just made me think of this. Shout out to Issa Rae. Um, she's a very talented black, like, producer, actress. She had this small series on YouTube. Uh, she had a YouTube series called Awkward Black Girl. Oh, okay. And she just had her pilot and her series for, 
uh, Issa Rae, oh, what's her name? Insecure on HBO. Make sure you hashtag her on, on this like, I will, I will, I'll definitely. Um, Issa Rae Insecure, it was on HBO. Uh, season one just ended, it did get picked up. I think she got a nod for some type of Golden Globe or something. She's very talented. The show is amazing. It's eight seasons, it's eight episodes long, and they're about 30 minutes. It's like a sitcom, but like it's on HBO, so it's a little raw. But it's it's so real, and I can connect with all the characters. They're all like a little piece of me, I think. Um, but not only that, what make what I why I'm mentioning this is because in the episode, like she in one of the episodes, or I guess throughout the show, she's like uh, going through it with her boyfriend. Like, they live together, and he's a really, really good guy. Like, they both have degrees. She works for this nonprofit, and he works for this, um, well, he's not working when the show starts. Then he gets a job just to help out at Best Buy, and she's, like, struggling, and she's on her own, and she's kind of looking down on him a little bit, and then he goes in this interview, because, like I said, he has a, he's a tech guy. He has an IT degree, and he has this app idea that's really phenomenal that he believes in, and when he goes in the interview... And he comes home, she's like, he's like, yeah, I got the job, I aced it. And she's like really, really excited and really, really happy for him. And, you know, he has this realization throughout their discussion as he's presenting this, you know, off, you know, the fact that he got the job. He's like, well, in the interview, you know, some of the things he said made me think like, wow, they're really, really behind time because they're, they're thinking is not as forward as mine. Because what they're talking about implementing and doing is something that I knew about three years ago. So it makes me want to just stick with my app idea. And she's like, well, what? (laughs) No, like, you know, are you not going to take the job? You know, because she's thinking about not taking the job. And she's like, well, no, do you want things to be like they were? And da 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 da. And he's like, because he knows that he's not had a job in a while. And, you know, he feels like less of a man. And now, so he's like, you know, you can tell I'm thinking about it. And he just did it for her. Like, you're right, babe. You know, boom, boom, boom. But she's like, I believe in you, and we can revisit. You can still work on it, but just take the job and da da da. I mean, but, that, but the, the thing that we we get in that the job is always in the way, though. Like you should really, if you can afford to, you can you you should follow your passion. Right, that's like, the point. At the end of the day, if you but if you can afford to, if, and he could have afforded to, you know, with her help. But she right. wasn't trying to be that ride or she, die. She wasn't. You know, <laughs> she, I mean, he was at Best Buy. He was doing it at Best Buy. I right. mean, right. He was. If he if, if he was carrying away to Best Buy, she was kind of being. Well, you know the word I use for chicks like that. Anyway. Ooh, ooh kill him. So um, right. What is it? Thought. That that was kind of thoughty of her. That was kind of thoughty. Of her. She she was just looking out for herself. I didn't like that of her because if that was if that was my boo, I'd have been like, you know, I believe in you because she she just wrote it in there at the last minute, like I believe in you, womp womp womp, you know. But ultimately, like, she I feel like it was like a generic throw in. Like she didn't really believe in him <laughs> as plus, much, and if, as she probably if should. He already have. had the job at Best Buy. Well, I, I don't watch the show, but if if he still had the job at Best Buy, I guess he could have just um. It's such a good show. He he could, but he could have just continued his his own his app idea while he's at Best Buy. Because Best, I, I would imagine Best Buy doesn't exert too much in your brain. Nope. So that that's you you have a job like that. That's where you get your thoughts together for, for whatever hustle or idea exactly. you have. Exactly. Exactly. You just keep building. You know when you're doing something like that. That's right. Because there's there's very little time for that at my complex ass office <laughs> job I got now. Mm, you so I'm pretty upset about it. So. Mm. The just the bottom line. I'm I'm glad. I appreciate this that you were able to articulate basically the concept of how uh, that that concept applies to 
to life better than I could because I was kind of stumbling through that, Aww. talking about MLMs and all that, which was a terrible example. I got you, bro. But you know, it's it's like it's kind of the speeches you hear at the MLM conferences and how they tell you, like, yeah, you know, a lot of times go out there and do it. A lot of times they try to get you to quit your job, you know, and it's, and it makes sense. But anyway, I, I feel like the, the, the parallel, or this is finally getting to like the the bottom line. The meat and potatoes. I feel like how it compares to fitness, how that part compares to fitness is people, I don't think people will directly try to speak down upon your fitness goals, but there's still like the, the pressure of trying to fit into society when, when you are like getting, getting yourself, like when you're trying to lead a better lifestyle health wise, right. there, there is some societal pressure to try to get you away from that because it's, it's harder to be, it's really, it's harder to find time to fit in with people socially with really anything they're trying to do if if you're really about your health. Right. Because most times that that is going to be involved. If, if you're trying to be more social and, and deal with people and, like, have more of a social life and, and be more socially interactive, that's usually going to involve a lot more eating out. Right. That's going to usually involve... Like, a lot more I, drinking. I, I, like, a, a, lot of time, a lot of times I'm late for things. Yes. Right? Yes, you are. I I'm, know I'm, about I'm, that. I'm late for a lot of things, but I have a different kind of lifestyle because so late. All, all, all my food is prepared from home. Like virtually all of it. I'm not gonna say 100 percent of it, but like virtually all of it. Almost all of it's prepared from home. I'm, I'm not getting out the gym on work days. I'm not getting home to like 10, 10:30. 10 so, so like if sister if sister wants me to like buy an outfit or something for a photo shoot or for for like a function or something, it's like when am I going to do it? <laughs> you know. So it's like it's it's just a different type of lifestyle. Like I'm 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 getting up at like seven thirty and I'm not getting home until like ten o'clock at night, ten thirty. And then what do I do at that point? I'm going to eat, shower, and go to sleep. You're going to go on. Uh the internets and order you some clothes a week in advance for my function. There's also the idea that since I have led this fighting and fitness lifestyle for so long that I really have found very little time to shop. I mean, shopping for clothes literally for me means that I am taking time off training to do it. That's what it means. Which, See, which, and that's which, the I, thing. Which, which I have done this week. I did it this week. Shopping is not as strenuous as one may think oh, well, okay. if well, one well, knows what they well, want well, specifically well, one more point i want to make before you get to that so okay. it, it was you know because because we have an advisor for my fashion now who was bosh right well i was your advisor first i wasn't good enough but whatever you, you are well you, you probably are but you know what hopefully you know it's, she's more flexible she has like more time on her hands you know because you're, you're pretty stressed out as this as yeah it is I so am. Um, no, Bosch has been has been great. Bosch is awesome. So, we're talking about digga digga DJ show improvements. But she made a good Basha. she made a good point. You you don't really go shopping online, and I mean we're we're going off of the side point. Shopping is just one example. Yeah, of, yeah. Of, of how you fit into society or whatever. But anyway, but if you if you're out there in the world on your own and you don't know what you if you don't have time, that right. would be what it, you it, do. It, 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 but also like if you don't if you're not that familiar with your sizes and different types of clothes, which I'm not because like I've been leading this lifestyle for so long. Then shopping online is not is still not going to be very effective because I could return a lot of stuff. It's not going to be as efficient as, as we think it would be. Right. Because it's like I'm already not used to doing it. So it's like what I'm what I'm gonna do when I go online. But anyway, go, what were you about to say? I didn't mean to cut you off. I ain't got nothing to say. I was just saying, uh, yeah, if you do 
not absolutely have the time and you like if I absolutely didn't have the time I don't know I probably still would go buy something because I had to last minute buy a dress for the Christmas party we went to at the Westin two weeks ago uh-huh. because Keon knew that I was wearing a new fancy razzle dazzle dress to the other Christmas party we went to so he was like well, why don't you get a new why don't you get something fancy for my party so <laughs> like he sounded like he didn't say it like that but that's how I heard it so I'm like oh I gotta go buy a new dress cause it's, it's gonna be like I don't think his party is important because I didn't buy a new dress you know <laughs> So, like, in between jobs, I had to go to the mall and go to Limited, and they had, like, a Eva Longoria dress on sale for, like, 40 bucks. It's really cute. But, um, yeah. So, I, I kind of do, because, I mean, it was a last minute for me, but the last minute online is different because you, uh, you're not going to get it that day. You know you know what I mean? You're going right. <laughs> to, you're going to have to wait, but I guess if you're going out of town and you need something you know a month in advance maybe you could do it but yeah I feel you maybe that's not a great idea scratch that (laughs) I also wanted to speak about a subtopic that refers more specifically to athletes and even more specifically fighters because fighters are the most complete athletes they're the most athletic and conditioned athletes there are so the the sacrifice and and what fighters go through is going to even more closely parallel life i think i'm thinking about a quote from rocky where he said something like it's not about how hard you can hit it's about how hard you can get hit and keep getting up or keep taking the punches or something go ahead on rocky shout out to rocky Rocky hashtag said that in one of the movies so we can put that in a hashtag yeah definitely (laughs) hashtag rocky now boxing uh, Boxing, rocking. Yeah, probably when the hashtag Bernard Hopkins because he just got knocked the fuck out. Ooh, got, last night. He got knocked out the ring. Last night. I think it happened last night, yeah. Did you watch all the fight last night? I well that was UFC that I was watching. I haven't really followed. Yeah, Bernard Hopkins is like boxing, boxing. Yeah, so I haven't really followed boxing as much as I should, but I did see the clip where he got knocked out the ring. Damn, so that's embarrassing. you might want to hashtag him just to see what's out there about that. Let's let's do that. Let's take a note. Let's take a note of that. Oh, sure. Take the notes. Let's take the notes. Look, you hear it? Y'all hear that clicking? That's the pen clicking. That click of the wrist. Anyway, so, okay, fighting. So I'm going to parallel a few ways this directly relates to life. I'm thinking, and and maybe I, I can have some bias about this from growing up in the hood, but I'm thinking that... Brother, you did not grow up in nobody hood. I'm thinking about, well, uh, who who are you to say that? I mean, you grew up out in the county. Uh, I ain't claiming the hood. I'm, I'm not trying to claim it either. But they, you but just did, though. I'm, it's, it's not about me trying to like make a claim or like rep my hood or set or anything I'm like that. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just saying just... From, from a background that I have, I have some bias, perhaps, is what I'm trying to say. I got you, I got you. So, from this back, you know, as opposed to, like, someone who didn't grow up in an area like I grew up in, is what I'm trying to say. I got you, I got you. So, I could have, like, a biased point of view about this, but I'm thinking that there are a few things, if anything, that is more embarrassing than getting beat up in front of people. <laughs> or, or even even better, even better. Even better, say say if you didn't grow up in the hood. That is embarrassing. Say if you didn't grow up in the hood and like your parents beat you in front of people. 
my grandma would smack me on the face like while she was doing my hair what, on the front porch. What is more like, and it's, it, I think it's bad. Like that, that, that might be another topic. That might be like a bad humil- the embarrassment of blacks. <laughs> <laughs> that might be like a bad humiliation for you to learn at an early age. You that that's, that might be like a humiliation that you probably shouldn't learn at an early age because it's like really. How do you deal with that? How do you process? <laughs> How do you really process that? So anyway, no. Ah. But you know what though? What though? Like you gave me another example, what about one of your marketing jobs where you had to present it to like a large crowd of folk, and you weren't quite prepared. Mm-hmm. Remember when you gave me that that um that experience? You yeah. told me about that. Yeah. And I'm thinking about how just in general, if if you're working hard on your business idea, on on anything that any career or passion that you're pursuing, if you're grinding at it. You you need to learn how to roll with that humiliation mm-hmm. and and just pick yourself up from it and keep it pushing. And Amen. That, that, and that's a parallel with the fight game, like because because you you're not gonna learn how to fight without getting beat up. You're not gonna learn, you're not gonna go to no one's boxing gym or MMA gym and not get beat up. It's just not you if you if you're gonna learn how to fight, it's gonna happen. You're gonna get beat up in front of people. Mm-hmm. And and in my mind, that's like the ultimate humiliation. But it's it's you know that's also part of your growth. Yep. So that's one parallel I wanted to use to compare. Yeah, I was moving that, speaking that, as I was saying that. But um, that's one parallel I wanted to compare to to the fight game and to life. Also, sticking to your game plan, even when you know it's kind of like the when I was speaking about the results in fitness when you're not getting the results you want to see. When you're in the, when you know when you're up against an opponent, you have a game plan. You might get like hit with a glancing blow. You might even get hit with a clean shot early and you still should stick with your game plan long enough to you you can't let like one or two slip-ups determine that your game plan isn't working isn't working you, you right need to stick with the roadmap right that that has been proven by you know your mentors your forefathers. yeah your, your forefathers <laughs> your mentors your research your your training right because it, what bruce lee said is fear not the man who has trained 10,000 technique, but the man who has trained one technique 10,000 times. Ooh, so you child. need, so you need to, and what well, see, and I, I, I spoke about this on motivation of the nation. Yes. So we did. So whatever you have, same w- w- whatever you have trained in as your, and made your niche, you need to grind that out and, and follow it through to, to like the bitter end and, 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 and until like you are completely exhausted. I mean, you need to, to divide that, to the to the wheels fall off. Push yourself to to really to really know to say okay it really didn't work. Right. But most likely it will. It, you just you you know you're just not following through as as much as you should have. Follow through. Most likely it will work. Don't give up. Believe in yourself. People believe in yourself. You'd be surprised. I mean the, the self esteem that some people have. And on that note, sis, my last point or parallel that I'll highlight just for today on this episode is the, the confidence factor. Because you you need confidence to excel at, at anything in this world, mm-hmm. and, and especially in the fight game. I, I would say more so than other sports, because in the fight game, it's just you against someone. I mean, it's it's like it's it's one of the mo- those intangible features. It's intangible, but it's, it's so it's you know what it's it's so big that it's almost like a tangible feature. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a physical attribute in the fight game, though. And I, I, I don't I don't think it applies as um, 
it's not it's not as involved in your performance and like other sports that that are, that are more popular like um, like other team sports. I mean, you know, I know we're in football season. A lot of people watching football. I don't think confidence, um, like your your lack of your lack of confidence on the football field. I don't think will. I don't think you'll, you'll pay as much consequence. Uh, I don't think there will be as much consequence behind not having confidence when you're in the football field as opposed to like being a fighter. Right. I, I just I just don't believe that. Like you know, you, the, the fighting is just you know is just such the complete package that you need the, the physical and mental fortitude to to even survive to to, be, to have any kind of success at all. Absolutely. You know, whereas when you, when you're with a team, you you can share that weight with the fucking team. So it's it's not as strong to me. I feel like you didn't have to say that curse word just now. That's what's up. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm passing. I know you passed. Pa- you passed. Pa- 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 that's what's up, bro. I like it. I love it. I love it. Ah, ah. Go ahead. But but you do. You need to be efficacious and provide. You know, and and knowing and whatever you do. You know, you need to know that you can do it. Exactly. You need to believe that you can do it. Um, and, and that's the the truest confidence. And I can't stress that enough. And uh-huh. I always say that you know, know yourself, know your limits. Um, push your limits. I mean, push yourself. No, you, you can't wait for something. You can't wait. And, you know, there, I spent a lot of my life waiting. I, well, not really. I, I've always been a go-getter. But there have been pockets in my life where I was just like, something, come along. Jesus, help me. Jesus. Rain down the blessings on me. I mean, you can't wait for stuff. You have to go out there. You have to get it. The people that are making money, if there's... I don't know. Let me see how many millionaires are there real quick before we go into these millionaires, segments. Millionaires? Yeah, a lot of millionaires. Million, I think it's one in three, but I don't want to say that. Um, but I think there are uh, millionaires, uh, one in three millionaires in America. And the reason why I think that... Um, what do you mean with one in three? What does that mean? One in three people in America have a million dollars or more. Really? Hold up. The number of American households worth $25 million or more has grown 73%. And uh, $20 million or more. See what I want the I want the one in three. Uh, good luck finding that. That might take a while. I th- I think I heard that before, but I can't prove yeah, it. That, what percentage of people are millionaires? Okay, it's one in ten. One in ten people are millionaires. It's one in ten. Damn. So that's there you go. You know what I mean. And yeah. the reason why it makes me think uh, what the reason why I'm pushed to think about it is because where I work, you know, I I process a lot of different payments and stuff for this investment company and i mean you would be surprised i mean these people send in you, you, i'll get a i'll get a, a source that has maybe 10 checks in it maybe five to ten checks in it from all different people like in this person's family for the kids college and it would be probably like two hundred thousand dollars worth of money checks you know what i'm saying i mean the amount of money that i get that comes through there every day these people are probably millionaires and these are monthly payments that they're making to this company so like some of the checks a monthly payment would be seven hundred fifty thousand dollars like you know what i'm saying seven seventeen thousand dollars a month these people are sending in for these investments or or retirements or you know whatever it is and i mean it's attainable if you have something just just stick with the people so, um, I'm um, going to make it a point to research that link and yeah, it's and, a, and, and, and get and get into like you know what the definition of a millionaire is. 
A millionaire is a person that has a net worth of a million dollars more, and a net worth. I know what a millionaire is. A millionaire is a person that has a net worth of a million dollars, and net worth is what your assets. If you were liquid, if you were to liquidate assets. all of your assets, right. that's your million. That's your worth. Okay. That's what a millionaire is. I'm glad you broke down the definition because your definition still didn't break down debt to income ratio. Because that doesn't matter. It it should. It does matter. Not not in the definition of what a millionaire is. It's none of those. None of those. We're we're not going to get into this. It's not part of the show. Okay. But but none none of those uh, uh, concepts or components. That's the word I'm looking for. None of those components involve debt. and, And debt takes away... From like your actual, you know, your worth, like you know how much debt you have. But you can wipe that debt away real easy. Well, it, it, I mean, you could be like you could have a million dollars of asset and have two million dollars of debt, though. That's what I'm trying to say. But that is, it's it's a non-factor because if you file bankruptcy, it doesn't exist. You know what I'm saying? If, if you're eligible to file bankruptcy, it's, it's, you, it's a lot of factors. That we I mean, if you if you have a million dollars worth of assets, you can file bankruptcy. That's what I'm saying. We'll, we'll see. I'll, I'll read. I'll read. The, I'll, I'll get to like. The, I'll do my education. And maybe we'll do a finance. No, that's that, that's that is going to be the next episode. That's a good. It's going to be. No, I'm, it's not. I'm, I have another idea. And next you, week is you, my week. We, no, no, it's not because you had two weeks in a row. Okay, you're right. Word. So, but that's because you went out of town. How was Baltimore? Baltimore was dope. I mean, I, I got to see some people I hadn't seen in like five years. Um, babies growing up on me. Babies growing I, up. I, I got man. A, I gotta get up there more often. So. Yeah, we do gotta get up there. Nah, but I, I do appreciate you um make, making very clear connections with the links that I was trying to uh, connect between fitness and life. I, I got really your, I got your back, brother. Appreciate you because you you made some very good connections there. Since. Thank you. So I want to get right to my uh, how do you sing it? Shocker segments. No, don't <laughs> I, sing my song. I, I can't sing at all. Shocker so. segments. Shocker segments. There we go. We got the bass. We got the bass. Let's do it together. Shocker segments. All right, here we go. Okay. We're going to record it one Sing, day. Singing is not one of my talents. <laughs> you sound um, great. And I'm, I'm not going to sing for any of you. All so right. anyway, um, so what's what's happening here is my shocker segment was in the office. In the I, office. I, I like that terminology now, the office. In the office. In the office. <laughs> I had to deal with some uh, Lucius Lyons snitch, snitch bitches. <laughs> snitch. Snitch, 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 snitch. We, we should probably, yeah. I hope, I hope that we're gonna use that for like the opening song because we we put the opening song in like later. So like that'd be funny. Well, hopefully that's what was used by the time you hear this. That might be. It might be. I'm gonna see so, if I can um, download it. <laughs> MP3 out there. Yeah, just um, because people snitching at work. So <laughs> and they I actually had to get in my boss's uh on my boss's case about some of the ways that. He was coaching and, and addressing situations with me and his coaching style. And I addressed him directly about it. So I, I became so passionate about what had happened. Passion point. Passion even, point. Even after I continued discussing it directly with him and telling him like what I didn't like, I was still upset and still talking about it after hours, after work hours, while we were still in the office with one of my other co-workers. So, someone heard the passionate conversation, overheard it through the cubicles, <laughs> over the cubicle lands, and, and, and decided, and, and I mean, this was I, this was after work hours, like, this is after people had left the hours. Somehow, phone calls were made and relayed to the 
the head of the department mm. and made his way back to, you know, uh, you know, above my supervisor. And, you know, and he got a call like two hours after the shift and made it a point to address it the following morning. Like, well, what, what else do you, what, what do you guys have to say about me? And I'm like, I already said what I had to say to your face in real life, like, as I just started this point. But it was just shocking that that people, and I, I hope they're, because, <laughs> you know, because pe- people, people that I work with, like, they, if they hear this podcast, they, they know who I am. Mm. You know who I am. So I, I hope you're listening and you know that you. I don't open doors for them. And you, and you, and you know you a snitch bitch. <laughs> being out there running your mouth not having no fucking life we need to make we need to send them right to their inbox (laughs) like do something with yourself besides like making time to make phone calls off the clock that you ain't even getting paid for that is so wack and and talking about you know the he say she say that I've already addressed off the clock though that that I've already addressed directly with the person in the first place Robert turn up turn up on him <laughs> well, I, I, there's no way for me to know who it is. We need. We're gonna do because, that because because it's like you know. I'm gonna do my uh, Mr. Robot research. Because see, what happened here is like my, my boss has a little more integrity, so he's he decided not to snitch on these people and tell me who they are because mm. he has more integrity than they do. So I res- mm. I respect my boss for that, but um at the same time I, I don't really have a lot of respect for and I, I already have an idea of who one of them is. But it's just, just flat out like yo, was it you? It was. It was. Just, <laughs> I feel like it, it was you. It was, but it's, it was just a shock moment for me to this to this plug and this this fill into this segment. I mean, it's, right, it right. was. It, it, it wasn't worth any more of my energy than. I'm gonna give you some tips on how to find how to squeeze them out though. Some real casual. You ain't even gotta do a lot. I know how to squeeze them out. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's something you should probably. That's a tidbit you should put on the show. Like, I don't know if I'm gonna get right by my uh, I, tip, I, my tidbits. Your, your secrets and shit. I don't know secrets. Yeah, it's it's I, super I, secret. It took me a long time to develop and. Uh, cultivate a lot, a, lot of, a lot of R&D <laughs> a lot of R&D so um yes yeah, so I, I don't think it's worth any more of my um, my energy at this point but it, it was just a good you know piece to just plug in here so alright my shocker, shocker yeah. my shocker is um this is from September this article I don't know when it was officially deemed but did you know I found out this week that Obama my lord and savior say no <laughs> that oh, <laughs> that Obama has an insect named after him. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Okay. It's a flatworm named after Obama. And the name of the flatworm is a, it's a blood fluke. And it's called Barotrema Obama, which represents both a new genus and species of plastic. Par- no, I'm sorry. Parasitic. <laughs> plastic. Parasitic flatworm. I can put this link in the notes as well. Um, so it's a new species of blood fluke found in Malaysia, and it's infecting the lungs of turtles. Mm. Uh, it's been dubbed Barack Trema Obama in honor of the president. Uh, and, and that's pretty much it for, for my shocker. I thought that was that, pretty that, cool. That is shocking. That's like, like dope though, right? Well, I feel like they shouldn't, because it sounds like... There's a few things named after him. It sounds like a... a- a parasitic infection that they chose to name after Barack Obama. That's not but don't be, don't let's not make this negative, okay? There's a lot of things that are there. There are a lot of things that have been named after him. To have anything named after you is an honor. Okay. For one, that's word. Maybe the whites were being smart when they did that. I don't think so. I think it's. I, I think it's pretty cool. It, it, um, it, it, it's, it's cool. Like you ain't no insect named after you, is it? I don't know if I would care. Okay. It's not. Uh, let me tell you. How do you know? Did, because you do the education. Do it. Go ahead. I will not. She, I will not participate in this education <laughs> and research. <laughs> All right. Well, 
what's more important than your brother, than your own dear brother. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's just supposed to be president. So. He, he was president this. Now, yeah, it's over. I'll look, we'll, we'll have those details on the next episode. I'll look it up. <laughs> You're important, brother. You're way more important than my president. Uh, yeah. That's black. Yeah. For the first time. So, ever. my passion point. Passion point. It'll be a real passion point. Passion I won't, I won't plug in uh, Yeah, we have literally three minutes. Uh, yeah, I, so I, hurry up. I won't, I won't plug in the fitness tidbit. We, we had a whole, an entire episode of, of helpful advice for you actually today. So, I don't really have to... um you know, feel so guilty about not having help today. So you don't have a passion point? Well, I mean, I don't have to, like, have a fitness tidbit to be more helpful. I can just do it like a regular passion point. What's your regular passion point? Hurry up. Yo, (laughs) stop doing that. Anyway, so, shouts to Uriah Faber last night. It was just last night he had his retirement fight. Yeah, yeah. And um, he retired at the age of 37, still looking great. You know, fighters don't, back in the day, fighters used to be, the stereotype was anyway that is is that you were done at thirty, mm-hmm. Ooh. and Bernard Hopkins just ended like at fifty something or something. I don't know how old he is. He's up there though, like around the fifties. And then Uriah Faber, he's retired at thirty seven. I mean, beat a pretty game opponent, looked great, look still looked like he had fresh, crisp, hard conditioning, nonstop pushed the pace, and um, executed everything very well. Had a had a, a complete MMA game. Very versatile, using a variety of attacks, and he was on it. And and I mean, beat his opponent bloody last night. Beat him thoroughly. Mm, what's you his know, name? Not, Uriah Faber. Is it U R A I? Yeah, Uriah U R I A H, and then Faber F A B E R. And um, you know, he was also one of your more marketable fighters in the, in the UFC. Um, like he pretty. He's he's pretty. You know, blonde. You know, he's a pretty boy, and he was very marketable too. Oh, so but, but I mean, but he also like he he looked good last night for his retirement fight, and big shouts to him. You know, congratulations on his career, and uh, you know we appreciate all that he has done. Come on, you rock it on for you know however many years he was fighting. He had like forty something fights. Um, uh, uh, well, well, and you stopped too. He, she, this is. I mean, it's it's really not okay. Ew, it looked whack though. Okay, and it's it's funny because I was looking at his page on the um absolutely alpha page. Like I was looking at our, at our like the people that were following, and um look, burned and, her up. Look, <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at that. All right, what's your passion point? Okay, says? so my passion point, as I as mentioned previously in this particular podcast, is time management. Time management is something that I'm very passionate about, and it's something that I. Uh, and maybe over the last five years really really became a Nazi about and you know I want to express this to everybody out there for the people who do say I don't have time I don't have time don't say that it's condescending and you sound stupid make the time for what's important to you if I'm telling you that I'm doing something that you don't think you have time for it's not because you don't have time for it it's because you don't really want to do it, so just say right. that. I mean, I mean, I mean. Let's be real. You know, that's what the last let's be, episode let's was be about. Alpha about it. Let's be real. Don't be condescending to me because I'm out here doing it real big, and I got time to do. I, I manage my time in a way where I can do a plethora of things. Don't say to me, "Oh, I don't have time." Like I remember, plenty of people when I like <laughs> about something as simple as Twitter. They'll be like, oh, I ain't got time to be on Twitter. Bitch, shut up. You can be in the toilet and, like, tweet. Like, I mean, it takes two seconds to tweet. It takes no time to tweet. You know, you just don't understand the Twitter culture. 
and you're you feel left out so instead of just saying hey teach me about twitter you say oh i ain't got time for twitter but low-key you want to know about twitter like <laughs> come on like people just be real you know and and <laughs> what i do as a tip because this is about time management is i make a list throughout my day every morning between the hours of 5 a.m and probably by 9 a.m maybe even by 10 a.m you know, I, I, I brainstorm about what I need to do for the day because I have a lot of shit going on. So I'll write down everything that I need to do and I make sure that I make time to do all those things. Word. So a daily list. Right. It's I have a daily list. Look, there's there's lists I, over here. I, Look I, at all these lists. No, no, there's I, plenty I, of lists. I've seen them like in like Everywhere. the notepads that I've like borrowed from you. I've seen the list. Yeah, there's, I make I've lists. I mean, lists are very important. And there is a study. How, how long does it take you to do the list, sister? The list, the list, depending on what I need no, to do. No, no, not how long does it take you to perform the task. How long does it, does it take you to write the list in the morning? I, I allow myself four hours. And the reason why I allow myself four hours early in the morning because I have to be to work at five. So I have the I have the pad sitting there, and I'm just as I'm thinking of things, I'm writing them down. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. So okay, okay. by the fourth hour, fifth hour, you know. By eight o'clock in the morning. By eight o'clock, usually I have everything in my head that I need oh, to do. Okay. Okay. I mean, if something comes after that, I'll add that too. You know, but typically, you know, that's everything I need to do. Now, if I'm home on the weekend, it's different because on Friday I'll make a list for the weekend. It'll be my weekend list. So. Okay, get your life together is all I'm saying. Don't make me try to feel like crap because you think I'm taking time out of my life to be petty and do stuff that you don't think you have time to do. No, I my life is a lot more organized than yours. <laughs> my life is immensely more organized than yours. So, I mean, just get organized. Immensely. Immensely. Just Damn. make a list and, and do what you need to do. I mean, that's all I'm saying. Probably. You know? time, I mean, you know, and, and I'll say, okay, I know with this... I'm going to only, and I'll sometimes, depending on the task, I, I will write down how much time I'm going to allot for said task. So sometimes, maybe it's 10 minutes. I'll even, like on my list sometimes, I'll include, because this is how busy I really am. Like I said, typically I'm more busy than the people telling me that they don't have time. I'll write down, brainstorm. Like I'll give myself 10, 20 minutes a day just to brainstorm ideas for certain things, you know. Uh, this is how intricate my lists are, you know. Uh, so, not only am I doing things physically, but I, I do allow myself time to think to do other stuff because I'm not busy, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, that was my passion. That was, yeah, that was my passion. And obviously, I got a little riled up. I'm very passionate about that. Yeah, no, that that's, that's the true definition of passion point. Yeah, I mean, just manage your time. Manage your time. And the way you manage your time is by organizing your thoughts and what you want to do and putting a time stamp on them. So, time management, and people. Is. And that's all I got. You got anything else? We want to give a big shout out, shout out to Legacy Internet Radio. Yes. Thank you once again. Uh, yes. Shouts out to all of you all who are listening and following faithfully. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Share it on your page. Share our episodes. Uh, we, you know, we need the support. We appreciate it. We appreciate and need it. So, you know, help get us out there more. Yeah, and make sure you rate us. Rate, rate us, us, like us, share us. And, you know, Marcus, he sent me a, a message earlier this week, and I want to give him a special shout-out because he's a really great guy, you know, and he told us, uh, I'll, I'll show you when we get uh -huh. off, off the air, that, you know, he's like, you guys are really dope. I just want to say I appreciate you and this, that, and the third. And 
And I'm like, wow, that, it really made my day, you know, because I was having a pretty bad day. So it was really nice, and he's a very uplifting fella. So shout out to him. And again, shout out to Legacy Internet Radio every Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. <laughs> Eastern Standard yeah, Time. ESC. <laughs> yes, ESC. And uh, we're, we're on, like I said, iHeartRadio now. Uh-huh. We're definitely on iTunes, Google Play, Libsyn. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Trying out for Spotify. We'll see what happens. Um, AbsolutelyAlphas.com. AbsolutelyAlphas at gmail.com. Questions, concerns, criticisms, whatever you... I mean, just reach out to us. Let us know how we're doing and what you think. And I especially want to hear from you who have played other sports. I meant to say this in the show. If you play other sports and you feel like your sport is, is more complete or better than fighting... Have at it with me. If you have an opinion about that, I would love to hear from yes, you. Yes, absolutely. But uh, again, thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope you have a great week. It's thank about you. to be the holidays. Peace. Be safe out there.